Welcome to episode 10 of Empower Central, the podcast for parents, teachers, and youth workers. I'm your host, Kristen Perona, and we explore topics that will empower you as you guide and impact the next generation. Today, we are doing a special Christmas episode, and with me today is Pastor Vince Hall. Vince, welcome. Hi. Share with our listeners what you do at Central. So I teach fifth grade Bible, and I teach sixth grade worldview. Okay. Um, and for uh, sixth grade worldview, I actually teach them um, other worldviews, other other religions, other than just Christianity. So okay. that they can see that um, not just Christians are trying to answer questions about God and truth and people and the universe and right and wrong, but all people are doing that. And also, you pastor a local church? I do. Uh, I pastor Christ City Church in Central West End. Wonderful. Well, we are so thankful that you're on staff at Central and that you're able to work with our oldest students. Um, But today, you are here to talk about something that is very meaningful to um, followers of Christ. But at this season, sadly, we are so busy. People are still getting their shopping done, they're hosting different parties, they're baking cookies with their kids, their dining room tables are probably a mess and full of wrapping paper. Um, (laughs) And mine. But when you take away the hustle and the bustle of the Christmas season, really what remains is a very humble birth story and what remains is the incarnation, and that's what you're here to talk with us about today. Can you explain what is the incarnation? I can, yeah. So the incarnation is the Christian teaching that God, who is spirit, makes himself human in order to enter into life on earth among his people. Mm -hmm. Um, And so this is God entering into his history. This is the creator entering into his creation. John 1, uh, chapter, or verse 14 is where we're going to kind of stay to kind of unpack this um, idea. And it says the word became flesh. That's mm-hmm. what it says in John John 1, 14. Mm-hmm. So God became a man. The son became a Jew, the almighty God of the universe. He appears on earth and he makes himself known to us. I'll hash out these um, three words, word became flesh. And because I'm a pastor, if I start talking too much, just you know, let me know. <laughs> we'll Throw let you know. At me. Yeah, if our um, listeners are sleeping, yeah, like the congregation. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and so uh, the, that first word is word. Is word. Um, mm-hmm. It's God's way of expressing to us who he is. We have the Bible. That's what it does for us, right? It expresses mm-hmm. who he is. And who he is is one who is full of grace and who is full of truth. That's, again, John 1.14. That's where we get this um, word became flesh from. So John is then presenting Jesus the Messiah is the one who came into the world to bear witness to this truth, to bear witness to this grace. And so he's giving his life so that all people might have the opportunity to receive him and have uh, eternal life through faith in him. And so um, he's the word. God is revealing himself uh, mm-hmm. to his creation, mm-hmm. his, his image bearers. Um, and so this word became, uh, again, as I mentioned kind of in the, in the introduction, a human did not become God. It's, again, the distinction we have to make, right? God became a man. I like how you said how he entered into his own creation. Mm -hmm. He entered into history or his story. Yeah, yeah. And, and again, that's just like, it's just, it's kind of mind-boggling for Mm -hmm. us to kind of get our, to wrap our our brains around it. Um, And so uh, God became a man. It wasn't man who becomes a God Mm -hmm. um, because what happens is you and I try to do the former all the time. We're, we're the ones Every who day. want to be humans to become God. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we know that doesn't work out too well for us, mm-hmm. right? Um, mm-hmm. That's no good. And so that's the lie that Adam and Eve um, 
bought into that that they could be like God. Um, and because they believed in such a lie, we know that the world was brought into this, you know, just web of confusion and pain and suffering and chaos. Mm-hmm. And so when we try to be like God, that doesn't work. And so we think, okay, well, maybe I can get to him by my own means. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in order to close the gap between this hostile world that we do live in and a holy God, we try to ascend to him. We want to try to get to him mm-hmm. by way of morality or mm-hmm. reincarnation or good works or good deeds or paying off karmic debt or trying mm. harder or doing better than everybody else or playing religion. That's this. I get, a, get into a lot of this with the sixth graders in okay. worldview, which okay. is really cool because it's mm-hmm. deep stuff that they're not really thinking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we try to get to him by that way, and the Bible calls that pride. Right. Right. Uh, that's us rising up to God to be more like God through our own blood, sweat, and tears and efforts. And so Christianity, on the other hand, is about God coming down to us. Excellent. He's coming down into our mess, mm-hmm. right? Um, in, choosing. In choosing to, right, mm-hmm. into our blood, sweat, and tears. He's mm-hmm. coming into that, and it's because of Jesus that you and I now have a right relationship with God, with ourselves, with other people, and creation. You can't, you can't forget about creation. Um so we don't do anything on our own to do that. That's Jesus coming down into our mess. I've never thought about um, the concept of pride when I think about Christmas, when mm-hmm. I think about God with us or Emmanuel, or as you phrase it, the incarnation. Um, but you're right. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. And for us um, as parents, as teachers, we have this next generation watching us and they see so us f- stumble in pride every Mm -hmm. single day and I'm so glad you brought that up so um, Pastor Hall what exactly does the incarnation mean for the future Um, for for me for you for our listeners for our students our kids for anyone who is in Christ yeah that um, that actually leads into uh, the flesh so not only did God come down to be with us but he came to be like us Mm -hmm. Uh, and again when we read the Christmas story let's say Luke um, Luke 2 7 it says that she gave birth to her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling cloths, and laid him in a manger. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the story where I hope I'm not going to tear up during the podcast. <laughs> he was a human being. Um, he was taught like any other baby would be or another child growing up. And I, and I kind of like imagine Jesus playing as a kid and mm. falling and scraping his knee. Mm-hmm. And um, there he would feel pain. Imagine Joseph teaching him to fish and build furniture or proper, proper etiquette around the dinner table or whatever right. it might be. Right. These are real things. I like what it says um, in Hebrews uh, 2.17. It says, therefore, he had to be like us. Mm. He had to be like me. He had to be like you. Mm-hmm. In, in every respect, it says. So that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in the service of God to make propitiation. Okay, it's a hundred dollar world. I'm not going to get right. into. Um, <laughs> uh, basically, appeasing the wrath of God. Okay. Uh, the atonement. Um, it's another podcast. If we want to. Okay, wanna fabulous. Go there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, propitiation. Very cool word. Um, for the sins of the people, for because he himself has suffered when tempted, he's also able to help those who are being tempted. So, let's just say, for instance, this means that in our prayers. Um, we can't say things like, God, you don't know what it's like to be a sixth grader right? in all my anxiety, or you don't know what it's like to right. be a teenager. You don't know what it's like to have your family and your friends turn their backs on you during a holiday season. You don't know what it's like to be poor or in need. 
mocked and lied about or you don't know what it's like to be abused or harmed mm-hmm. or suffer or to even die. Mm-hmm. And Jesus' response would be to us, yes, I do. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I know every one of those things and I'm here to walk you through them and ultimately out of them. But more importantly, he became like us mm-hmm. in order that we could be like him. And that's another big $100 word, sanctification, right? right. Where God frees us from sin every mm-hmm. single day more and more, and he makes us more into the image of his son every single day. It truly is a daily, it is a daily mm-hmm. process, a yeah. daily surrendering. Nobody's arrived. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody. Um, so though this story of um, God coming to earth, entering his creation, entering into history in the flesh, though it takes place in the New Testament, was that the beginning of Jesus' story, the incarnation? Um, no. So if we go, if we go, um, if we're staying within John 1, just that mm-hmm. chapter. Okay, so John 1, 1 says, uh, in the beginning, which is an echo of what? Of creation. Genesis, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, creation story. So John 1, 1 says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and He was um, in the beginning with God. In other words, Jesus was there, right? Mm-hmm. He was from the beginning. So the Old Testament teaches us that God uh, creates and rules by his word. He reveals himself by his word. He rescues and delivers his people by his word. So the word is Jesus. And so the personification of the word, because the, it's it's talking about this written word is a person, okay? Mm-hmm. And that, that is Jesus. So what we're seeing here in John 1 is John's way of saying that creation Revelation, as we see God in the scriptures and salvation is to be found in Jesus. Mm. And that has been so from the beginning, Mm -hmm. uh, which Mm -hmm. is, uh, again, a really awesome thing. And so from the beginning, uh, Jesus is eternally with the Father. From the beginning, he's eternally with the Holy Spirit. They're in this perfect community in the Trinity, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And so Jesus then is God's agent in creating all things. Again, for staying in John 1, it says that in verses 3 and 4. Right. Uh, And so God spoke light. He brings forth um, life into the dark void of pre-creation. Um, and then by, that's also by his word. Mm-hmm. And then Jesus comes on the scene. He brings light and life into the dark and chaotic world uh, that's full of sin and death. And he's been doing that from the beginning. Right. And I think when you say things like a dark and chaotic world, I think of 2018. I think of yeah. the St. Louis community. I think of the oh, U.S. Yeah, and pick other up the countries. Newspaper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody in their heart knows that this is not the way it's supposed to be. Right. Everybody. Even if they can't explain it, mm-hmm. even if they don't know Jesus, yep. they know that this is not what we were created for. Mm-hmm. So as we end, you do a beautiful job of explaining theological terms in ways that, that the ordinary listener mm-hmm. can understand. And I so appreciate that. And that's a gift. In a few sentences, what would you like our listeners to walk away with this Christmas season? Yeah, the the big one is to remember that God is actually with us. Mm. Like he, he's not some distant, far off God that may or may not hear you. He's with us. Um, and, you know, specifically today, there's just so many views regarding who Jesus is, who yeah. Jesus was, um, and, and our children. Uh, if you're listening, you have children. Your, your children are going to encounter those who describe Jesus as maybe just a great moral teacher. Like he taught some really awesome things. I think you should maybe listen to him a little bit, or maybe right. he's just a really important prophet, or maybe he's just sort of a mere legend. Uh, some people out there just like, nope, he's 
no bigger than a fairy tale character. Mm-hmm. Um, and so your children are, are going to encounter those kinds of things. And so it's our job as um, Christian parents and Christian educators to teach them the truth, um, to teach them that Jesus Christ is the God-man who did die for our sins, who rose from the grave so that we might be with him for eternity. And so the, the key takeaway is just to, to remember that in the chaos, right, mm-hmm. in, in even in our own sin and in our own shortcomings and in our anxiety and those things, he's there. Mm. because he's experienced them all. And I think that's a message that all of us need to hear. And I thank you so much for that. So listeners, our hope is that this Christmas you will have an awareness of God's presence in your life, that you will understand and know and believe that God is with us, whether you're facing parenting issues, unemployment, whether you are making some huge decisions or someone in your family is facing cancer, that God with us has entered into the chaos. He's entered into the brokenness. Vince, thank you. Thank you so much for being with us. Listeners, we appreciate you being with us this Christmas and we welcome you back as you guide and impact the next generation.